Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Here's Rudy through the middle of the lane, lays it up with a finger roll scoop. The Big Dipper from the rafters, nodding in approval. Royce has got Bogdanovich trailing, hands it to him. Underhand scoop, lob to Rudy. Oh, he packed it with the right hand after going go-go gadget arm to get it. 10-0 run by the Jazz. Ingles in transition for three. Pow! And Joe holds the pose, saying, don't you know I'm 50% from three. I'm the greatest shooter in the world, saying Steph Curry. And I can bury anything. Joe, step back three straight away. Hit to his right, stepping back and burying it. Joe Ingles is something else right now, and he's got four threes. And the Utah Jazz beat the Lakers 111-97. to Joe Ingles hit five of his eight three-pointers, had the five assists and the four boards, finished with 21 points and helped the Jazz get the win. And PK, he keeps getting better. He just keeps blowing your mind. Yeah, I really wish that uh, today was Thursday because first thing I would do is tell Joe, uh, either you rip up the contract or I walk because he's underpaid. He already doesn't know what to do with all the money. Not the point. That's his problem. It's status and respect. Yeah, yeah, it's not about the money, Dave. Where you've been all these years? Well, it is about the money, but it's also <laughs> about the respect. Yeah, exactly, but, but man. Respect. <laughs> respect equals money. That's. It's way more about. It's never about the money. Haven't you heard me say that? Mm, I don't recall. It's always about the money. Well, you need to jar your memory. Oh, man, this guy's incredible. Who thought he would be this good? Raise your hand. If you raise your hand right now, you are a liar. Liar! I had to readjust my expectations for him multiple times, and we will get to that coming up in the next, uh, I don't know, hour or so, because we got uh, Dane Brugler, NFL draft analyst, at 7.30. It's the question of the day. A lot of people are weighing in on Facebook. We get it up on Twitter, too. But I have recalibrated my expectations for Joe several times as we've seen him improve. Like, okay, well, now he's the fourth wing guy. No, he could be the third wing guy. Wow, if this guy starts and finishes games, I'd be okay with that. Too. Everybody get out of Dave. Joe's way. Everybody. I mean, I think the... The obvious question is, what do you think the Jazz can get for Mitchell? Ha! <laughs> What's an all-star worth, PK? 15 to 20 points, Gobert and Conley come back, and the Jazz go from playing an overtime game with the Lakers to up by 10 at the half, up by 20 after three, really up by 20 for most of the second half. That was, that was about as comfortable a road win as you're ever going to see. That was nice. An 8 o'clock start. Let me go to bed a little early. Appreciate that. No reason to be playing an overtime game on an 8 o'clock start. It's not very considerate for your morning radio hosts. No. Jazz get the win. Schedule really lightening up now. They're going to play the next three games against the two worst teams in the West. No back-to-backs. 
through this next week or so. They are good to go. Jazz will play the Rockets in Houston tomorrow night. They are now the worst team in the West. Tip-off set for 6 o'clock. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Hashtag NBA. Barton to Jokic, three. Yes! Got it again! Denver's back in the lead by three. Timeout, Memphis. Draymond screens for Steph. Steph launches a three. Got it! Topside triple ties the game at 86. Steph now with 32. And that's 11 straight games of 30 or more for Steph Curry. Booker gets it. Three dribbles. Bends. Shoots. Missed it off the rim. P.J. Tucker the rebound. He'll throw it. It won't get anywhere near the rim. And that'll do it. The Suns win in overtime. 128-127. The final from Milwaukee. Phoenix starts the five-game road trip. On the right foot. No question about it. Suns beat the Bucs 128-127. Devin Booker going to the line to make the winning free throw right there at the end of the game in the final couple of seconds. And the Suns, it's a five-game trip. They're playing five of the top six in the East, but they beat the Bucks. And PK I was watching the um, I was I was watching the Jazz game, and I went to another room to do the post-game zoom. And I came back. I'd left the TV on, and I came back to the TV, and Tim Legler from ESPN was just scorching the Bucks. Anson Kempo's not an ISO player. I know he's your best player, and you're supposed to ISO your best player, but that's not who he is. And if they do this, they're going to keep losing. If they do this in a postseason, they will get beat. So definitive. But they kept playing the video of him tripping over his own feet as he tried to make a move. And the defense was playing five or six feet off him. Go ahead. Shoot that three-pointer. We hope you do. Well, uh, they've lost five games at home in a row now. I mean, they're just not as good as their people think, or some people anyway. I never thought it was. And he, he actually cramped up mm-hmm. at the combo, so he wasn't in there at the end. Uh, P.J. Tucker, uh, a foul. The, th- the thing that I didn't like about the foul is that the Suns had nothing going on that possession. Uh, Booker was just sort of stumbling around at the, above the uh, three-point line and then just ran to his right and... Tucker, I guess, and grazed him. It was a bailout, and so the lady ref called it, and I've heard comments about her and whatnot and all that stuff. So, But, yeah, Milwaukee, it's Milwaukee is who Milwaukee is. I mean, I don't really take them seriously So, as far as a contender. So you can go whichever room you want to go in, and they're, they're still not going to be any good as far as being able to win it all, as far as I'm concerned. Other games that uh, caught everybody's attention. You heard the Nuggets beating the Grizzlies, 139-137. Jokic goes for 47 points, 15 rebounds, 8 assists. He's hitting big shots late. Memphis had a chance to win that game, and John Morant got caught in the air and threw the ball off the backboard to himself and tried to volley it in. That would have been spectacular if he pulled it off, but it was pretty awkward looking. So they get beat, and the Nuggets win again, and Jokic piling up more MVP votes, I suppose. That was pretty impressive. Well, yeah, the big thing here is they're 3-0 without Murray. And the Warriors go into Philadelphia and win 107-96. Steph Curry, 49 points, 10 three-pointers, shooting ridiculous stuff. Whoever MB defended, they put him into the pick and roll, and he didn't want to come out on Curry. Normally he'd had much of a chance if he came out on Curry, but at least he could have changed Curry's three-pointers into two-pointers, but Curry kept throwing in threes, and the Warriors get the win. 
Yeah, he's on a marvelous run. I mean, there's just no doubt about it, man. He's taking his team, putting it on his back as a little player, and it's really cool to see because he's so so awesome with the shooting, man. He's just just incredible. I mean, just amazing. And the one other thing, he doesn't have it on here as far as I can see on the rundown. But the Celtics, who we anointed as being able to uh, make a comeback, lose to the Bulls. The Bulls don't have Levine. And they were in Boston, and it was just a pathetic game by yep. the uh, Celtics. Vucevic went for 29-9 and in that game. They could not control him at all, and the Bulls win 102-96. LaMelo Ball has been cleared to resume uh, individual basketball activity. He had a CT scan on his fractured right wrist, shows it's healed. He could be ready to play again in 7-10 to 10 days. The rest of the injury news, Anthony Davis could be back in their lineup as early as Thursday. they got to practice Wednesday. He's missed 30 games. LeBron James still, quote-unquote, weeks away. And Houston Rockets forward Sterling Brown suffered facial lacerations during an assault Sunday night. In a statement Monday, the Rockets said Brown had no prior knowledge or of or interaction with the assailants. He's expected to make a full recovery after reportedly getting assaulted with a bottle outside a nightclub. Might no, bring up the question from the, the NBA, here? what's he doing in a nightclub? Uh, now, well, he was outside a nightclub. Doesn't say he was in a nightclub. Uh, but uh, he better have worn his mask. Your guy says we still got to wear a mask. So uh, he, he, as long as he's got his mask on, I guess. Uh, and, I don't know what the rules are anymore. I don't think he's supposed to be in a nightclub. And sure, he, I guess theoretically he could have just been walking past a nightclub. I don't know. I only know what the facts here that are listed. I, can't, I don't assume any facts. If you don't assume facts. Facts are not something that are assumed. That they're either a fact or they're not. So maybe he was, maybe he wasn't, but I'm not going to assume it. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. So Jalen Suggs is off to the NBA as we expected, and Gonzaga just goes out and gets the top overall recruit, Chet Holmgren. Announces he will play for Gonzaga. And PK, the question is, now that Gonzaga is a full-blown power program, recruiting one and done from the top player in the NBA, will they suffer some of the the same fate and some of the same highs and lows that other programs that have relied on one and dones? And we've seen uh, we've seen issues at Kentucky, Duke, Arizona, and probably leaving schools off the list, but we've seen them all have some success with one-and-dones and also have uh, just brutal, awkward failures with one-and-dones. Who's the top player in the NBA that they're getting? Or are they the losing top recruit? Suggs, the top player? They're getting oh. Chet Holmgren. He's the top overall recruit in 2021. Suggs well, is going to be, I don't know what Suggs is going to be. No, Suggs will be two, three, or four in the NBA draft. I would take him one, man. I love his game. Absolutely love his game. Now, because they're in the conference of BYU and I'm more interested in them than Cunningham was over at Oklahoma State. I've seen him play a million times. I absolutely love his game. It's going to be so fun to watch him over the next 15 years to see how good he could be. Uh, but uh, so depends on how they handle it, you know. If uh, they just go exclusively with the one-and-dones and the majority of their players are one-and-dones and they're probably going to have a problem or two along the way. But they have other transfers that they bring into the program. And, and so I don't think they're going to go away from that. I mean, you look in Kentucky, it's like Kentucky's exclusively a one-and-donner. And Arizona's top players that they just give the ball to and let them take over. And then obviously they've had other issues there at Arizona. And I don't know that Gonzaga's going to have them. But if he goes away from the model, 
then it could be a problem. But I don't know if he's going to go away from the transfer international model. Now, Tommy Lloyd was the guy who was had the connections and the uh, international players, and he's in Tucson now. So there's other issues there besides the one and done, potentially. But I still expect them to be good for the next five years, and that puts a few at, like, 63. Maybe at that point, we'll see. And then there's the story of Charlie Moore. Who is Charlie Moore? He is breaking new ground as far as Catcher I can tell, the PK. Brewers, isn't he? he started at Cal. He transferred to Kansas. Then he transferred to Paul. Dave had a coaching change, as did Cal. And he's leaving to Paul to go to Miami. So now we got college basketball players. Thanks to the new NCAA transfer rule, you can play for a fourth school, and Charlie Moore is doing it. Write his name down, PK. The future. Four years, four schools. Of course, this is he also the first time that pandemic. I've heard of Ch- Charlie Moore, and probably the last time I hear hmm. of Charlie Moore. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Obviously a great player. Dealt with adversity throughout his career and always seemed to come on come on top and uh, be the better from it. And uh, someone that he's dealt with different coaches, he's dealt with different systems, and, he, and he's always had success. And then obviously with the injury that he had, uh, to be able to come back and lead his team into the playoffs to show the type of man that he is, the type of team player that he is. And and uh, I'm just grateful for the time that I had with him that, that really developed me to be the quarterback that I am today. That's Patrick Mahomes talking about Alex Smith. Alex Smith, the former U quarterback, retiring yesterday. The news broke late in our show yesterday. And, of course, Patrick Mahomes was a teammate of his in Kansas City as his rookie year. He watched Smith and then took over the team as uh, Smith got – Got moved on to Washington there. Mahomes was uh, speaking. He, he had uh, surgery for his turf toe. Says he's ahead of schedule in his recovery. So, able to update us on his health and uh, give a little salute to Alex Smith at the same time. Yeah, that's a nice tribute. Uh, Mahomes, I think it's the, time to oh. s- step aside for Lee Grosscup and move Alex Smith into the greatest youth football player. <laughs> Famous youth quarterbacks. Pick your favorite decade. Mahomes, by the way, recently went to the Masters in Augusta, said he's now done using a protective boot. I'd like to be at the Masters in a protective boot going up and down those hills. A little awkward. Uh, it's better than not being. He said he shed it before that. Though. Oh, he did have it. He's he able to move around pretty freely, he said. Get me to the Masters. I'll wear uh, a, <laughs> uh, a wrap all the way around and it's just my eyes. That'd be good enough. Green Bay Packers reportedly telling their players that the first first month of spring team activities, the OTAs, will be virtual. They'll reconsider in-person activities uh, before they get into phase two of their offseason program in mid-May. Total of 19 Packer players have more than $5 million at stake by participating in the majority of the franchise's offseason workouts and sessions. Got some bonuses built in to make sure you show up for work. Good gig. Yeah. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. DeYoung at the plate and the pitch. That ball is hit high in the air to left field. It's back to the track, to the wall. Slammer! Paul DeYoung has hit his second home run of the game. A big fly. Paul DeYoung and the Cardinals tack on four more. Giolito deals, and there's a drive. Left field. It's high. It's deep, and it is way back, and it is long gone. It comes down off the National Car Rental side, almost out of the yard, and the Red Sox lead it 7-1. to one. J.D. with number six. 
Here's a swing and a drive deep into the gap in left center field, and this one is going and going and goodbye baseball. Taylor Trammell with an opposite field home run out to the pen. Taylor Trammell with a homer there. The Mariners beat the Dodgers 4-3. Padres lost to the Brewers 3-1. It's a letdown PK after all the emotion of the series. How do those two teams both get beat? Well, they're going to lose 60-some times or 50-some times this year, so that's what I chalk it up to. That's uh, that's the old Tommy Lasorda. Everybody loses 50, everybody wins 50. What do you do with the other 62? Musgrove, who threw the no-hitter, came back for the Padres, and he was striking people out left and right, but he gave up a couple homers, and the Brewers got that win. The uh, Mariners tied for the top record in the American League after that win over the Dodgers. Seattle off to a good start. And the Boston Red Sox off to a great start. A route, the Chicago White Sox 11-4. Red Sox 11-6 now. And you were just talking about the Yankees, and they're off to this bad start, kind of floundering around. They were supposed to be the best team in the American League, the only team in the American League that's supposed to be on par with the Dodgers and the Padres. And Brian Cashman. How did you determine that? You've said that many times. Odds makers you come up with the, that? The oddsmakers in <laughs> Vegas. That's where they establish the odds. The people are putting money down. The only okay. thing you care about. All right, good for you. And G and GM Brian Cashman, you just were saying yesterday, man, if George Steinbrenner were alive and in his prime, he'd have fired a manager by now. He might have fired two. But Cashman says the team will not overreact to their five and ten start. It's a new era, PK. Get used to it. Because we got the pinstripes. We're not firing the manager. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Andy Bailey, NBA analyst, writer for Bleacher Report, here to talk jazz and NBA at 9 o'clock. Dane Brugler. NFL Draft Analyst for The Athletic will join us next. Stay with us on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.